0: Hello and welcome to episode 7 of The Haunted. I'm Freddie Young.
1: And I'm Vanessa Mitchell.
0: And we have decided to give you a little extra, a little bonus um, episode. We are doing an Up Close and Personal part 2. So we spoke a lot in the last episode about some of our personal experiences, some of our background. But we realised that we're, we're two people and it's quite hard to fit somebody's life in in, into an hour so we thought we'd do a little in-between episode before we also
1: we we go off on a tangent and then start (laughs) talking about other stuff and
0: and and things get lost you know we plan out things to say and we don't always get them across so we have decided to give you a little bit more background onto us a little bit more of an insight to us give you our day-to-day living what we do what we like things that go on so you can get to know us a little bit more because that's what we want. We want you to know who we are, understand us, understand our processes and what we yeah. get up to. So I think we'll start off nicely because it's I spend most of my life in this place, but I don't ever speak about it and that's work. Yeah, So. but
1: you do <laughs> have a particularly, I would definitely say challenging job. And also you are trusted um, with the mental health of hundreds and hundreds of children and adolescents. So maybe start with, you know, start with that. You know, what do you do?
0: So I am a head of year in a secondary school. I'm a non-teaching member of staff, so I don't teach. I am purely there for pastoral care. Um, and that basically entails what I what my colleague said this to me the other day. They said, do you know what we are? We're parents social workers doctors nurses you know counsellors
1: yeah it's a listen to shoulder uh, to cry on oh uh,
0: we, we are everything that your child could possibly want or need and,
1: and disciplinarians because yeah, when they're in trouble are. they're sent to your office they, they, and so it, you
0: and it's me be, wagging yeah. my finger going what have you done now that's it sit down that's i've had enough of you um so that's that's what i do in a secondary school um so i kind of oversee um around 250 13 slash 14 year olds which you can imagine comes with its own set of challenges um and it, it is a very demanding job and that's that's my nine to five i say nine to five it's not a nine to five i'm there at half seven in the morning and some days you don't leave till gone six so it, it you know it's it depends how the day goes today's been quite a good day to be fair i was out on time no. The kids were behaving within reason. <laughs> yeah,
1: I was going to say, if they were behaving, you wouldn't have a job. Listen, <laughs> when
0: you when you stick 250, 13-year-olds together, there's always going to be oh, an issue. There's always going to be a drama. But
1: also, Freddie, what makes it worse, we've discussed quite a few times when you've got home from work, is the section of the school where your offices and where you work, let's just say... Um, a ghost hunting team would
0: probably enjoy being in We'd there, would probably enjoy being there. So, the school is it's an old school, um, there's it's they've, it, they've built onto it and there's extensions to it. But where I am based, it's the original part of the school, and it's got you know the the big wooden parquet flooring and yeah. stuff, and the, and the big high sash ceilings. windows, high ceilings, huge rooms, and um. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of things that go on. And being
1: a sensitive, that doesn't always... Uh, it doesn't always fare well. well. Yeah.
0: I mean, especially... Because I often have to look at the cameras as well and it flips straight to the night before, night vision of all the corridors and that. Because, of course,
1: schools in these days... The oh, we're we're camera up to yeah, the... Up, yeah, camera yeah. up,
0: yeah. And it's you think oh what am i going to say what i'm going to say but lots of lots of people you know kids have, have have sensed things felt things seen things heard things it's the the kind of sight team that i think have had the most experiences they're there after hours of a night on their own locking up yeah but they've they've seen um figures heard yeah. whispers footsteps i mean my old office was was upstairs at, at the main part of the building of the of the original school and like I said it's got them really like classic school floors mm. and it's my my office is right in the middle and the door's always open as you can imagine and it was very very late and I can hear clippity clop come from one side at the bottom end of the corridor and I can hear it coming and coming and coming. And I'm thinking, right, well, I'm thinking that, well, they've only come here to see me. What do they want? And I'm sitting there thinking, who's going to poke their head around the corner? And then yeah, what dramas are coming in? Yeah, next? what's now? And it just, you can, you, do you know when you, you can't see sound, but when you hear it, you can sense where it is. Yeah. And it just, it did. It went straight past the door. Nothing went past the door, but just that. Clip, clop, clip, clop, and then all the way back up. And I'll, well, I'll shot out the door, head up and down the corridor. No one, not a soul, nothing.
1: Do you know what you've just, you've just, so we're going to, we're going to go off on a tangent. Well, I'm going to go off on a tangent. You just reminded me of something really interesting. Um, I know um, an ex sergeant major, and he um, spent a lot of time abroad in all the um, German camps. There's one particular, um, I'm sure. Oh, um, it was near Belson, it, it, or it w- was Belson. It was a. Uh, don't quote me on that. I'd need to get my facts right, but it's just anyway. So he was in this army barracks, English-run army barracks, and when he got there, um, underneath this army barracks, it's corridors and corridors and corridors and corridors.
0: But all underground.
1: All underground. Now, underground this this place, there are all the rooms where the Germans back 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 in the bad days um where the the um prisoners it was a prison it affects it like prisoner of war camp and um he was saying we we was up in the canteen and somebody had said to him um something but they they used some of it as a storeroom or something anyway something was said i remember him telling me and he said uh one of the soldiers oh you need to go down there and get something and the soldier's like well we're not going we're not going he's like what now this is a very professional sergeant major, amazingly British dipper up, upper lip, very strong, very confident, very certain, assuring himself, strong, intelligent man, and he's like, right. Now listen, you know, you, you, you pussies, you wimps, or whatever. Anyway, eventually they said, "Oh, go on then, it's big, big swinging dick, you <laughs> go then." Anyway, so this is true. So he said he went down. This is long underground corridors. And he said, as I'm going down, he said, there was a big double door, which reminded me of what you're saying. Big double doors. He said, but as you open them, when they slam back, you, you could hear the slam. They weren't light doors. So first door open and slammed. Went further on the corridor to the second door. Got to the second door, open and slammed. So behind him, he can see the o- he can hear the footsteps. And the open and slamming of the door he's just gone through. So he's thought, oh, I know what they're doing. Yeah, they've yeah. stitched oh, me up Oh, here we really. go. Yeah. Oh, so of course, he's going to prove them all. You know, he thinks all the soldiers are behind him trying to scare the life out of him. So he carries on. He doesn't turn around. He says, all right, then, you know, fine. Anyway, he goes through the door, goes through the doors. Open and slam. Anyway, he gets bored of it. So he's like, right. I think he said this is after the third door. He can hear the first boom, boom, boom. He can hear the soldiers' boots. He can hear all of it these doors. Anyway, so he said, I think it was like a like third or fourth door. And he said, he said, I just went to the side. So when they came, so he said, right, I'm going to spin the trick on them. Yeah. So when they come through the, th- the third or fourth door, I'm going to go, Rah! he said, I'm going to scare the life out of them. <laughs> so he's all proud of himself. And he stands by the door. And of course, the door opens and nobody comes and the steps come. And uh, there's nobody there. Yeah. And I tell you what, he <laughs> he changed. Um, he's he, he's actually had lots and lots of experiences with, within this place and in the military over the years and these places. But he said, "Ness," he said, "I'll be honest." And he said, "Even the padre, because obviously there's a padre to every camp." He said, "This man spent so many so much time um, passing souls over, or you know, um, helping because." also where this underground thing was the staff were there there were British Army staff and he actually said some quite high level staff where their families would stay um, and he said but I, I don't want to talk you know put words into his mouth because it maybe one day or come on I, I wouldn't imagine so but 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 maybe he can give me more details so we can talk about that. My point is that a British Army soldier like that, who's not scared of anyone, th- this man, you know, has been killing for a living, he's certainly not scared of the dead because he's been in war zones. And he said, Ness, he said, I went back up there. And I'm like, right, okay, like, lads, you might have a point, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but he said, he heard the step, you know, and uh, someone's they're, been they're... ebaying. Yeah. Oh, stop it. Ian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sorry to turn my phone off. But anyway, so there's me going on tangent again. So, yeah, carry on with your school um, corridor story.
0: Oh, well, that was it. Oh, that was it? Yeah, I stuck my head down. There was no soul there. But you, the, you it was still clippity clopping up the... It was definitely... It was heels. The, the sound of heels on yeah. a floor is distinctive.
1: Yeah, it is, yeah.
0: And it, not a stiletto, do you know what I mean? Like, it, it was just...
1: Especially when there's no bodies in the school to kind of suck up the sound it's just hollow and on wood you can hear it's, it's a very it's hollow and sound it's such
0: it's such a large space and the sound echoes so when you are there of an evening you know you can hear everything yeah distinctively you can
1: hear it yeah
0: and again like the the doors in our school very big and heavy yeah. and quite often you'll hear the, the door behind you go or slam or open and you think well what was that then but you think there's, you know, there's, kids are terrors and ways. you think, you always, even I do, I just distinctively just go, oh, who's that?
1: Who's it now, And I yeah. look and
0: I think, well, well, they've made a run for it then, not they? And I think, oh, I'll catch them around the corner. And I think, oh, what I have, and then I think, I'll make, i spend my time running around after people that aren't there <laughs> <laughs> and going, oh, I'll get you, I'll get you. Yeah, like a loon, yeah. But I've done it, I've done it before now. I've been there and I could hear, I can hear someone run up the corridor and I think, right, you little git! It's after school hours. Why are you running through the corridor, sticking my head out, going, "Right, listen, I'm going to get you," and and I'll literally like run. Nothing there. It? It's
1: interesting. I mean, was the building always originally a school, do you know? Yes. Or was it always so a school? It would. It it would make you think. So who would? haunt a, a school now you can say it could be an old school teacher or, so, or so, uh, s- some spirit that's obviously affiliated with the school
0: yeah i, I mean I, there's no
1: telling is there so many places haunted by different things
0: and yeah, schools are filled with such emotions you know it's the best times of your life it's the worst times of your life there's great stress as a student as a member of staff you know th- it comes there's personal tragedies Tragedies there, you know. Kids go through so much, and yeah. as as do members of staff and and stuff. So, and there's a lot of energy there. There's a lot I think of people there.
1: Spirit always return to to where if they come in visitation, especially go to where they were happiest. Now, um, so it it could be pupils, it could be teachers, you know, that that come back to 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 visit the school because that's where they they resonate with after death. So.
0: Now, my question is, so we've got, you know, say there's 1,200 kids, say there's 100 members of staff there every day. What is the chances that they, uh, some people, bring something with them?
1: Mm, that's interesting. Or like an attachment, like I so. said Yeah.
0: And maybe they stick around after hours to go and scare Mr Young. Poor Mr. Young, terrified in his yeah, office, go all get alone. Him, yeah. Go, yeah, let's go get him. Right. <laughs> I should be putting a big sign up at my door saying... Yeah, no ghosts. No ghosts allowed, sorry, not today. <laughs> <laughs> can, 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 can all ghosts please gather in the in,
1: in, yeah in the, Yeah, in the reception, and I'll get to, <laughs> I'll get to you on the way out.
0: Please sign in and sign <laughs> out.
1: Um,
0: so that's where I currently am. Obviously, I've... Had a few jobs over the years. And
1: one great job was working with me back in the day years ago. Back in the day years ago,
0: me and Vanessa worked at the great British holidays areas on a little caravan site called Valley Farm Yeah, on the Sunshine Coast of Crackton-on-Sea. And we sold caravans for a living.
1: Yeah, I'd done it. All in all for 25 years. I'd done it many years before Freddie came on board And you were very course, successful at it. I, yeah, I was good. And I wasn't. Course...
0: <laughs> I was terrible.
1: <laughs> and of course, Freddie's walked in one day. So um, we'd known each other, of course, long, long before this. But it was nice that I didn't know he'd actually got, got a job. And you've kind of walked in one day to surprise me. And it's like, oh, happy Ta-da. days. Here we go. Now this job is going to get a lot more fun. And, and
0: fun we had.
1: Yeah, but a lot of it we can't even sound a podcast. It's
0: like ridiculous. Oh goodness, no, we we, can't can, even we say. could never divulge anything we got up to. Absolutely ridiculous. A lot of fun. In,
1: uh, very hard work. Very hard work. hard
0: work. It is. Very, I don't think people appreciate how hard sales is. I certainly didn't. I thought, yeah, easy money, great. No, yeah. it's not.
1: Yeah. I mean I was in it from the age of oh my early 20s uh, no I would not say early 20s I'd say no I started when I was 27 I was a bit of a late starter when I decided to have a career because um, I was spent a lot of time in stonehenge and other places <laughs> in <tie-dye>, but, right. <laughs> um, but yeah so it, it it was a very full on uh, job, you you had to reach targets every single weekend, every yeah. single month, and it was a very sexist male's world industry. And if you didn't hit your targets,
0: well, let you be crucified. That's it. Yeah,
1: yeah, you didn't last long if you weren't performing.
0: Well, I never hit my target, but that, I think they quite liked me.
1: I think you you got um, jobs like go and check the caravans and go and yeah, yeah.
0: Like, can you go and put the flyers out? Can you? Tart the curtains up in that. Oh, I don't know, God. What's a, a vogue? What who does who makes Willoughby? A vogue? Willoughby vogue? Uh, yes, yes, your highness. I'm off, <laughs> and then I'll just go hide in a caravan for colour. Of... <laughs> uh,
1: so before I was doing caravans, I was always in some type of sales. Really, um, I, I moved to Tenerife when I was eighteen to. What time did you share. sell timeshares? Well, I didn't sell timeshares. I was an OPC. What's which, an OPC? Well, it, it somebody to get the people into the timeshares. Oh, okay. Well, so,
0: what, so you'd get them on the beach and go, oh... Would you like to know yeah. more about this opportunity? And
1: then I did it also in the Highlands of Scotland for three three years, which is amazing. It was a hotel timeshare resort. Called well, I can't
0: imagine it's got many people walking past in the Highlands no, of Scotland. No, but we spent
1: all of our time traveling around Scotland at oh, the okay. Highland shows and everything. Yeah. And, and that was a hol- holiday. So I just sold a a four night um, holiday break in a timeshare resort. But but Freddie, how much
0: was a four night break? Uh,
1: it was seven. I remember it was seventy four quid. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, how but, much how
0: much do you reckon it is now?
1: Well, probably, well, they're not, expe- when you do a deal like that, it's not that expensive. But I'd say now maybe, well, I wouldn't even know, but maybe 274. Well, yeah, but you have to, you see, you, but you, you have to take a tour while you're there. So I wouldn't want to waste the People's time. Because no, I, listen, I would, no,
0: but you could just go in and say, look, listen, I've done this game. I know what you're going to do. Listen, here's 20 quid. Go <laughs> yeah. buy yourself a bottle. Let's just pretend we've done it.
1: All right, then. Let's get a little break. If someone
0: did that to you back then, say, look, listen, I really appreciate your time and everything, but listen, go buy yourself a little bottle. Let's just pretend we've done it. You can give great feedback. You can no, call me up. Would uh, you then go, all oh, right, yeah.
1: No, I'd have hated it because um, the person I would have expected to sell to for your targets, and if it was just a waste of time, it annoyed me. Because the yeah. next person might have got genuine ones. Okay. But anyway... But that's because, a, that's the difference
0: between us. I'd have been well grateful. I'd have gone, yes, lovely, thank yeah, you. No. Right, enjoy your stay. Let's go out for dinner tomorrow. Happy days. No, right, yeah. okay. Well, maybe we won't do that then.
1: But it's interesting. It was a the, the hotel was called Port Sonica and It was on Loch Or. Where? And, um, Loch Loch Or. Like in, Loch Ness. It, yeah. Right. Uh, Port Sonica and Hotel. Um, and back in those days, of course, we didn't have mobile phones. Um, and there was we were 32 miles from the nearest oh, town really? we were really well, isolated yeah very much and um of course there was no mobile phones then but i remember down this big long windy windy you know uh, uh, you know obviously highlands country road just you could see um the light of uh, an old uh, a red telephone box so i remember so every night i'd have to walk down this and call call my family uh, and friends. Anyway, so one night, and this hotel is beautiful. I don't know how many years it'd been there, but hundreds of hundreds, hundreds of years. So I've walked down there one night and I'm sitting, and it was kind of a bit off the bank. So you were a bit down low from the, um, I just remember it, You were you, the phone box was a, a bit within the thicket, you know, on the side of the, the banks of the loch. So a minute, and I'm speaking and, and then I've looked over towards the hotel, you know, you can vaguely see the lights of the hotel. And then I can see a, a candle coming towards me and a figure. And I'm talking on the phone, putting me 10p's in. And I thought to myself, what have they bloody come out of a candle for? Why didn't they come out of a torch? And my while I'm talking to what's going on back home in St. Ozith, I'm thinking, why didn't they come out of a torch? It doesn't make any sense to bring a candle. Anyway, I didn't think much of it, carried on the conversation looks back again this candle and this figure's got nearer and then I thought hold on a minute I can't really see it. but it was dark so to be fair I wasn't you know I've got x-ray vision but um, <laughs> <laughs> still the candle and then I've clocked it and I thought hold on a minute because it was closer and I could see it wasn't a physical human with modern clothes it just wasn't it wasn't and I remember. Looking at it again, a split second in my brain thinking, hold on a minute, there's a problem. You know, there's something wrong here. Literally answering a question on the phone, looking back and it's completely gone, completely disappeared. Anyway, you can imagine I got off that phone within about three and a half minutes, because up uh, three and a half seconds, because of course and I, I had to go road. all the way okay, back. You had to run past it. Yeah, so I went straight back back into the main hotel. And um, there was this old Scottish lady, Margaret, and her husband, Tom, had worked there for generations, years and years and years. And she was sitting in this beautiful restaurant overlooking the loch. We had beautiful glass windows over. It, and she was she was polishing the silver. And I'd love talking to her and spending time with her. And I ran into Margaret. She was at her usual place. And I said, something's happened. She said, oh, and she said, really? I said, yeah. She said, well, you've you've seen the grey lady you've seen. And. She was fascinated because she said, we know she exists and she's seen, but she's not seen very often. So her position was, I was very lucky to have seen her. My position was, well, I wish she'd yeah. bloody wore me when I first got here. Because I
0: wouldn't I, be going to the phone Because blocks. I
1: wouldn't be going to the phone taken, You know, I'd have had a torch or flashlight myself. But yeah, interesting. That was a place I worked where I definitely saw something. Because I just remember thinking, and what "Did have did they maybe the know who she was? Did was I,
0: she, like, connected
1: do you know this? This is the thing I think about. Margaret probably told me, but I've forgotten over time. I think I probably need to research that and and find out where. But having said that, going back in Scottish Highland history, there's probably two hundred women it could have been. But, and there's probably
0: two hundred grey ladies as well. But that's what I mean. Two hundred grey
1: ladies. It could have been so. And, and I cut because you know I was only I suppose about nineteen. No, I'd, I'd no, I'd have been twenty at the time. And was
0: you successful though selling timeshares there?
1: Yeah, I loved it. I just love Scotland. I can't remember the money, but I know it's far more than I could have earned back here. That's all right then. But it was learning skills. It was learning. So, was
0: that your only. Obviously, uh, uh, the image in my head is like a big, massive, imposing stone, almost castle like structure. No. No, It
1: was very white with the beams on the outside. We overlooked the whole castle. But it was like a typical... If you can imagine an old English country, you know, with okay, the, beans, one of the
0: okay. Very, so, very old. So that in itself is very old. Low yeah. Any experiences in the hotel?
1: I didn't have any experiences in the hotel, to be honest. But I didn't spend much time in the hotel because where I was living, there was a massive porter cabin up on the hill. And all of our staff <laughs> lived in there. And that was just another story and not suitable for this show. But there was literally 20 of us in these... These little rooms yeah. uh, with with three bathrooms and all of the staff, had, and we had Scottish, English from all over the place. There was a Liverpudlian couple there which snored like crazy, and of course, the walls were so thin course, you could yeah. hear what someone was doing the other end of the porter cabin. Well,
0: let's leave that to our listener's imagination. imagination. Goodness, <laughs> um, yeah, what so you have really been in sales the majority. That's so and
1: hospitality, bar work, and... Um... Yeah, well,
0: I did that for a lot of years. I've worked in bars, pubs, restaurants,
1: mm.
0: all things like that. I was I was very good at that. Very well, good.
1: you're a people person. That's what I, I like, working with people. I'm like people I quite person. miss
0: working in that. J- Jake's mum, from time to time, calls me in for a little shift here and yeah. there. I moan about it the whole time I'm there. Because I'm not used to being on me, standing up for too long, because I'm such a lazy git now. I'm not used to standing up, and so I moan solidly. But only I was,
1: 27. I
0: always think, oh, I enjoyed that. That was nice.
1: You're only 27, babe.
0: And I've got the body of an 80-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you
1: were going to say Adonis there. God,
0: no. I've never had a body of an Adonis. I've always been fat. Chunky. Well, you're
1: not, you're not <laughs> fat. You're not fat. You are completely tattooed, though. Well, well, a lot tattooed. I've got know. a
0: few tattoos, guys and girls at home. Um, not lots. I've got a few. You've got a few. I've got. You, you even had one done by the tattoo fixers.
1: Mm. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh...
0: How? What was that?
1: Well, I'd had, what, what I, was I had when I had my like? son. When I had my son Jesse, I had um, a tattoo just his name. Yeah. And then after that, I'd had Jude and they wanted me to 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 come in and do the show so um because it's around halloween time and of course a little but, halloween but, special but i'd literally had jude literally uh weeks before because well that was halloween it was it was filmed yeah. at a different you know it was
0: well they have I so the, yeah they have to film it in advance don't they they yeah. don't film it and release it the yeah. week after it's
1: literally a year ahead but um Yeah, no, I've got a tattoo on my lower back saying, we are never so lost, God's angels cannot find us. And one on the top with Jesse and Jude and some crows.
0: And the one that is a tramp stamp location, isn't it? It's not a
1: tramp stamp. You drive me mad when you say that. If it was something like a bloody heart with a God knows (laughs) what But it's in
0: that location, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but I don't know why people say that. Just because it's a location, it can be a classy location. Why does that necessarily mean it's a tramp stamp?
0: Because it is. If you looked up the definition of a tramp stamp, it would just be a yeah, tattoo in the lower back. Right, well, I don't shut, agree that with that. you show off over your G-string and your Juicy Couture tracksuit. Yeah, well,
1: listen, I, I've never owned a Juicy Couture tracksuit. <laughs> listen, nobody gets to see my lower back, I'm telling you. No, it's a bit... Um... No, I don't agree with it.
0: Well, did you have a good experience on the Tattoo Fixers? Did you have fun? Because the woman tattooed you, didn't she? Yeah, but that really she?
1: hurt. It was the most painful bloody tattoo I've ever Why? had. Why? I don't know. She must have pressed too hard. <laughs> she but didn't like that much. I was in agony. But was she nice? She was lovely. I, mean, I always I, thought she oh, was. lovely. Nice. yeah, they were all lovely on that
0: show. Yeah. So you had a good time doing that. Yeah. And that's good. Um, I don't know as well if you have seen in the news lately.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So obviously we we have said that we will cover all things supernatural, paranormal, unusual, unusual, and but we have focused a lot on paranormal I would say but in the news recently I don't know huge amounts but I have seen all over Twitter all on me breaking news and everything that the US are having to they've got a deadline of 180 days but it's almost up where they have yeah, to Yeah, every x
1: amount of years they have to release. So they, they
0: have to make a disclosure of all the um, evidence and things like that that they've got in connection to aliens mm. and things like that and there's been a leak um, of a video from like a US warship right it's quite good I'll show it to you afterwards but it's all done on their like do you know like their proper cameras it's not like a video oh, yeah, yeah. like with it it's got all the graph in that and it tracks it yeah and it's just this huge thing I'll say things we don't know what it is just f- f- whizzing and it just whizzes straight into the sea.
1: Yeah, so that is called a U. Is it a U.S.O.? Um, there's UFO, unidentified flying objects, and I think it's unidentified submersible objects. To, to be honest, I've seen so many documentaries where they show this all the time, mm. um, where you have, and it's always from the military, warplanes, warships, and um, so, so much evidence. Um, even to, to wars these days, and wars gone past, including the Iraq War, the Afghanistan War, and, and once these these uh, military uh, men have retired, they say, "Right, well, we can talk about can it talk now." We it was spotted, and and you have so many people, experienced men, who understand what hot air balloon is, who because they've trained all their life of course. To, their to, skill to, sets, to be a fighter jet
0: pilot, and if you can't tell the difference between a weather balloon. Yeah. and and so
1: But it's the equipment, the equipment they have is so automatically, advanced. it's so advanced, that, and it happens so many times. There's actually lots of good programmes I've watched, and they definitely exist. I've, definitely I've seen there.
0: a lot of fantastic programmes, and I've seen a lot of fantastic evidence um, to, su- to suggest that there is life out there. And I think we would be very naive to think that we are the only people, or the only beings in the whole of the universe.
1: Yeah, I mean it's ridiculous to even consider you, that we you are... You can't
0: even comprehend can't even, yeah,
1: imagine. The,
0: the, the size of the universe and the things that happen that we have no thought and idea about. So I think that's really that's interesting. That's the arrogance of human it's, it beings is the arrogance. and
1: leaders. But you know what they also say? If the leaders of this world came out and said, actually, yes, aliens exist, it would throw the religious... Um, you know the Bible and and the Quran and everything into turmoil because people a lot of people obviously go by religion um, extremely and extensively and they totally believe it. So if you said actually, before that was aliens. They reckon yeah. the world would be an uproar. Probably would. It well, would listen, be. Anything with humans and other reasons to start another war, they'd probably of
0: course it, have that because right because it Because it completely interrupts everything that we know, and yeah. life as we know it, and our understanding of our, our history, our cultures, our, our understanding is completely eradicated and changed. If
1: anything, I'm just going to say this, gonna get in trouble for saying it, but if anything, the aliens should be coming down right now and, and and getting these countries at the moment, I'm not gonna mention any names that are at war and, and desperately, desperately killing these the these innocent people and saying, Right, listen, have a bit of this, we're the superpower, sort yourself out and give them all something to, to come together with.
0: A common cause.
1: Yeah, listen, stop fighting each other because there's something else we need to think about. I'm not saying the alien should actually destroy, I'm not saying, <laughs> but, I'm not saying like the movie where we're yeah. all bloody just, captured. Just
0: at, yeah, just put a great big laser beam through yeah. it
1: But just literally show himself and listen, and let everyone on earth say, listen, let's stop this because guess I, what, there's I something honest, with, But I honestly think,
0: you know, if the little green men come down,
1: well they Wait, have come down it's no
0: no but if they made themselves publicly yeah. aware people would just start shooting them and firing <laughs> getting all the tanks out they would
1: yes, just, but they wouldn't be able to because obviously they're
0: but you assume that they must they might not be violent people no but of course it is listen they might be pe- they come in peace and then yes, they start firing I tanks. know that, but
1: if they're coming to Earth, they're going to know they're, they're going to have a, a, a bit of trouble because if they know well, Earth, maybe. they know the, the nature of humans and we, all, all people want to do is fight each other but and But maybe each that's
0: other. why they just float about and you don't really see them too often.
1: I think the aliens could do some good if they actually came down and said, listen, and I think it, hopefully it would shock mankind into actually stop warring with ourselves and killing each other and thinking, hold on a minute, let's just, you know...
0: I think I'm really really interested in kind of aliens and UFO sightings. I think it's really interesting. So am I.
1: Yeah, it's fascinating
0: Yeah, I've seen some great documentaries.
1: But the the best thing is the people that have been examined that said they've been taken up, so many of them have implanted chips, which science has taken out and said, yes, this was not their body. They have massive radiation that they should never have had unless they were in space. Yes. They, the science tells them, yes, your radiation levels, you know, come on. And
0: and they're a little cattle farmer in the middle of Kansas. Yeah. And you think, right, well, you've not been, you know, you're not helping build the atom bomb. You you ain't got any radiation going on. You've been next to a bunch of cow dung, like, what's going on? But you have
1: been saying that aliens are around and, you know, so there's so much to it.
0: So, personally, I wouldn't say I've had many experiences in that respect i've seen things in the sky that i can't necessarily explain Mm. so you know an object that isn't a plane yeah because it's low enough you can see it's just a you know a ball i would say and it was just black and it's just go zooming through the air but i often it's often when you're driving I think mm. and you sit you sit, and you, can't, and you can't, and a tree will come past and then you yeah. lo- you lose where you, where you was looking. I think that I've had that, you know, maybe two or three times yeah. that I can remember, but I think the best one ever, and it's not a UFO, but it was just, I think one of the most amazing things I've ever seen, is driving back from work one day, very late at night, it was when I was working in a bar, and you know by the flag? that yeah, the flag top, yeah. Um so as i was going to drive around there it's, it's pitch black country roads i was the only car on the road the whole sky i promise you lit up luminous green it was like the brightest green and it lit up the sky it was like daytime again and then this huge huge meteorite come hurtling down but it was green mm. it was all burning off green and i kind of it shocked me, and it was so... It looked like it was next to me, and I pulled over because I thought, oh my God, this is it. Yeah. I thought, this is going to take me out. I thought, that's <laughs> it. There's going to be a shockwave. I'm going to be up in the air, burnt alive. Yeah,
1: you feel like the movies, yeah. Yeah,
0: and then it kind of disappeared over the fields. I didn't hear nothing. I didn't see no big bright flash. Didn't see anything. But then I got home double quick, told everyone, because I was really excited. And I googled it, and I'm pretty. It's an I forgot which element it was. I'm sure it's copper, but, but the, the the base of the meteorite was predominantly copper, and and that when it's heated, it burns green. I'm sure it's copper.
1: How long ago was that?
0: I was uh, maybe four years ago.
1: Because there's been something like that in England quite recently, and people searched for the meteor, and it's been all in the the news and everything. It's weird that that would have landed on a farmer's field somewhere probably got run over by the tractor and nobody ever knew it came from out of space you should have got out of your car and gone looking for it
0: right well no because With then no because you know what off. my luck would be there'd be like this little little monster thing bite <laughs> <by laughs> me come down, <laughs> It'd come down and bit me head off <laughs> I have you had any experiences of that nature or not really <laughs>
1: I think i'm like you i've seen some things over the years that you can't
0: really explain yeah
1: having said that i'm not a, a military person and i wouldn't know what that's the, the thing you, i like, wouldn't know
0: you yeah i've i've seen things that me i can't explain them
1: i mean we're we're near here colchester garrison yeah so
0: quite often we're, we're quite things. near
1: military so I, and I wouldn't they know. test
0: the weapons and stuff don't they near here yeah um was it Shrewbury nests
1: you hear them all the time, and you know, it shake the whole the whole house shakes when they Yeah, it. a weekly basis,
0: you, you hear the um, going on. So you know, there's a there's a presence, isn't there? a Military presence around yeah. in this area. Uh, I've been to Rendlesham. Me and Jake stayed in. Oh,
1: that's an interesting story. That's in, a very famous story. Well, I
0: think it's maybe the UK's most famous. I would say UFO
1: story. Yeah,
0: um, we stayed in a little tiny cottage in the middle of the woods
1: really yeah we that's was, crazy we was
0: very brave that night i was pissed to be fair for most of it <laughs> so, and i was it was quite a bit it was very very eerie and it was deadly quiet and you know i'd sit on the step and have a little fag yeah and you know you're just looking into just
1: darkness
0: and trees and because i it, i think it's ramblesham it's the big ball of blue light hmm But again, all around there, it's all military um, barracks.
1: Yeah, but even if you go before the military barracks, you know, if if you go to UK in England, it's right in
0: Sutton Hoo as well. Yeah,
1: but exactly, that's what I mean. You go before that. I mean, you just describing that for me. I'd be more worried about the spook coming out of the bloody woods rather than the the alien side. Well,
0: because it's. you might, because it's such a famous location, your mind just goes to what's there. Of course, doesn't it? and I get that. And yeah. I was all, I was on the lookout, but it was a beautiful, beautiful little cottage. What would
1: you do? Because a lot of these people, these these alien sightings, they look up and they see me. I honestly think I would. I wouldn't be interested. I wouldn't be like, You're oh, trying. let's take a picture. i will be at babe. You. you no, I bite I my dust.
0: no, I think I would. No, I think I. What's human- the
1: risk of getting taken up?
0: Well, listen. They might be able to do me a bit of liposuction. (laughs) While you're there.
1: No, but seriously, come on. I mean, you know, you know what? what, That that terrifies me because there's one thing I know. In most cases, well, so that we don't know. In most cases, they bring them back. They they could have taken. So many people, but we were so bring them back that they're. And I do believe. Well, look at the
0: hundreds of thousands of missing people in the world. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Maybe they've all been being up, Scotty.
1: I definitely believe. and I'm going to sound mad, but I don't care because I think it's possible because my life. Believe me, things I've seen, anything's possible. Um, that there, there has been experiments on humans, and maybe there are like a human slash alien race hybrid i don't know i just think okay. it's possible because i don't know because i don't see how it couldn't be possible because we know we we know let's be honest about it we know aliens come here
0: i think everyone knows i think we they, know yeah. yeah
1: um and we know that we're not the only people in the universe so it wouldn't be out of the way for me to believe well, that, it's, that it's, could happen
0: again a very popular kind of i don't, I don't want to coin it a conspiracy theory but a popular theory we'll just go with is that there there is a kind of race living among us that are um
1: see i don't go that far i don't believe in anything well they
0: they try and say that do you know the blonde hair blue eyes um, no, I don't. they believe. try and say that that's... i don't
1: believe in the david Icke theory i and don't believe in any of that the, the, queen's, the American, queen's a lizard yeah I, I, I yeah i don't believe in that but i believe
0: listen i don't know i won't discredit anybody i personally i can't you won't see it.
1: anyone on the podcast
0: i can't see it but anything's possible and if he can come to me and go right here I'll have a bit of this i'll listen and i'll maybe believe
1: listen our queen elizabeth ain't an alien
0: well you don't know
1: <laughs> no <laughs> listen the world's a strange be place about our royal family um no i mean i i think i think yeah, I think there's definitely. I mean, I th- like you say, I think we'd be very arrogant and ignorant to think that there's only us.
0: But I also think we're a very barbaric spe- species, and I don't think that they'd want to come and visit us. I think they come and and observe. And
1: look, at, look at them, dickheads, and and go, killing each oh,
0: other. Oh, what are they doing? What is he? Fr- he's throwing another straw in the sea. Oh, what's yeah. going on, mate? Pack
1: well, it in. I- killing each other left you know bombs 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 anyway after what's happened in the news this week i've got literally less time for the human race than i did last week with all the wars that are starting again now so i think if i was an alien I okay you know what you're doing it for obviously i know but you know there's religious reasons there's political reasons but that's why i think But there
0: is no reason but to there kill is each other. no
1: justice yeah
0: you can have if crosswords good enough, you can have crosswords and, you know, maybe have a little fist fight down the park. Danny Graham, dis- they need
1: Graham. You you need old, the Graham, yeah.
0: Get get the Jeremy Carl on get it. Get Graham. Get them he both sat out. down. Lie detector test. But the issue is, is the powers that be on both sides, both, you know, no one. This is the issue with governments and things that they're never a hundred percent truthful. There's always an element of but
1: they're the, not. The, you know, the issue what I find is, and I'm just gonna say this. You know when they're safe and in their big houses and all tucked up and then they, they're going they oh, asked about the children being burnt alive and destroyed and, and, and blown yeah. up because guess what they know when the bombs are going off and they've their family and their kids ain't gonna be there
0: they've got a little they bunker. have
1: no we don't want to make it's a political podcast it's not at all no but this
0: isn't about any kind of our political agenda it's about us as human beings yeah and to that I can never see a justified reason for a war. if they'd say, ever. right?
1: Put an airstrike over there knowing that their mum and dad live in there and they've got, or would they say, listen, before we do it, get Let yourself get my, over here, yeah. let's get yourself safe in a bunker. And this is where I'm out with po- politicians when they do that because there are families that, I mean, I can't even imagine the pain and grief and the heart and the destruction that happened, uh, you know, for a parent and for little children. Why does a five year old need to have their arms and legs blown off?
0: There, well, is no, there, is, set there is on fire. There's no I, reason I, in this world.
1: I don't world. get it. it, it no my reason. brain has only ex. I can only understand x amount of things, and this is the thing that my brain cannot conceive of understanding. Why that's okay?
0: It's not. It's never okay. Mm. There is there is there is zero reason for war, and it's it, you know unfortunately there's always an agenda. There's always. I know there's, there's reasons always things for to war. Go, No, now, but is there? Is there? There's never a reason to just kill each other. For why? Let's all live in harmony and peace and share everything we I have. I just,
1: I just, I just don't get. I mean, I, I, I get it back in the old days, of course, with the wars. But now we see these children. We see it on our TV twenty four seven. And now for a human being to see that. Why they don't break their heart and say, "Hold on a minute, we need to rethink this." I don't know. Every, everyone knows. Everyone knows. Nobody. know, we didn't see that. Well, it was glamorized,
0: time. wasn't it? Yeah. No, but everyone knows the reality of war. Everyone knows that you know there's kids dying in the street. Everyone knows that their grandmothers have being you know exploded in their homes. It but they continue to do like, it
1: we didn't see it so much but now we can see it and and now I find it impossible in my brain to conceive that anyone any leaders c- c- can actually look at those little children and say oh that's all right oh no don't worry let's send a few more over I don't get it. I
0: think there an element as well is that as a, as a kind of general public we are desensitized now it's it is still shocking but I'm can, not desensitized no by but it. no but it's, it's you know and when it comes at work and there's a breaking news in the corner and, you know, there's ha- houses in complete rubble, I just click off. You know, when I when I actively look at it and see what's going on, you know, I'm shocked, I'm, I'm terrified and it, it's horrific. It
1: breaks your heart. It's not being terrified. It doesn't have to happen to you, but it breaks your heart. And I think and I think the scenes are so bad, we'd rather just not watch because
0: it's cause, because because it, it's, it's, it's hard, easier
1: it's, it's too hard to, to it's, watch it's
0: easier just to go yeah well, it's easier
1: to pretend it doesn't happen
0: yeah of course it
1: is so without getting too political I, I, I would well I would,
0: that's I would, our view on war yeah i would like say no to war
1: the aliens to shoot one across our bowels and say right come on i'm a superpower here i have all these all this technology you don't understand and let me get you all told unless you all start you know we'll
0: I'll blow you up. Oh
1: Yeah, but I, I just love...
0: Yeah. Um, well, listen, motto of the episode is make tea, not war. Maybe. And that's that. Make... yeah. Make tea, not war. Sit down, have a tea. Sit down with each I other. Have a, a conversation. With... Bake each other a cake come around visit my family
1: you know you know s- smoke a spliff i mean <laughs>
0: and chill out <laughs> yeah
1: just ch- just chill the fuck out, you know listen because it ain't, it ain't about your lives because you're in your big swing no, dicks and that, in and your that, big house and, and stop, and that's, stop and that's, it you know that's what annoys me
0: but the, you know this is the issue with leadership and stuff is you know, they they <sighs> essentially one person is the voice of, for 10 million people it doesn't work that way
1: and we're not saying please we're not saying all leaders absolutely not it's just something particular that's going on right now and not in our country at all actually but it's just something that as a human being it just breaks your heart and it's like and stop please really it is. Start, please, this isn't, this isn't our,
0: us pushing a political agenda no or please thing. don't think that but because it's,
1: I definitely it's, if we wanted to do that we'd run a political podcast uh, yeah. and we don't that isn't our it, thing
0: it's just we're about just, the basics of of being human and, just being human and it's that you, you have to people are different in this world and you have to embrace that and accept that mm. and and to kind of create conflict from that is it's very sad
1: just listen it can't it can't be that hard you know you've got a couple of fellas work it out jesus i tell you what i say put some women involved get them leading the countries they'd have it sorted out and i believe that in these countries we're talking about, get some women, and let's be honest, women in these countries I'm talking about are are less than the dirt on the bottom of your shoe. Get women involved, and I think you'll have a lot better result rather than all these egotistical bloody dictators that just think, oh, blinding fire a bomb.
0: Yeah, Uh, I I think that does feed a lot into it. But anyway. Anyway. Moving swiftly on. Moving swiftly on to our next... um, Little point about us, so I think we'll talk about very briefly
1: mm.
0: our social medias. Um, obviously, we've got quite a big Instagram following now,
1: or oh, so you say. I mean, so, I see, well, we seem to be. We're
0: it's up and coming, guys.
1: You want to get in there? Somebody's listening to us,
0: somebody's mm-hmm. having a listen, but guys, yeah, please go on over to the Instagram. We, well, I say we, I update regularly <laughs> um well I,
1: well I do check that you're doing it that's right, my contribution thank
0: you i do um, call you
1: daily for updates so it
0: <laughs> is the haunted podcast official that's uh, that's our instagram handle so get, get on over there give us a follow um yeah and i do i post updates sometimes i post things related to the show so you get if i talk about a particular picture or an article or something i will always post that on there i do the same with our twitter as well which is the haunted p cast again go get on over there Give us a follow on that. That's fairly new. So that's not as popular. And I don't really understand Twitter. But we've got one because everyone else has one. And it's a yeah. necessity in this world, apparently. We've also <laughs> set up a um, a Facebook group. And that's extra new. That's days old, fledgling Facebook group. And that is just at the Haunted, ins- uh, haunted Instagram. <laughs> the uh, Haunted Podcast Official. You'll find us on there. It's a lovely picture of me, me and Vanessa, looking wonderful. So yeah, but we had
1: our tongue sticking out. We actually need to change that.
0: I know. We we What we need to do is we need an official logo. So if anyone out there actually...
1: Well, yeah, that'd be handy. ...can,
0: you know makes things like that and give us a
1: logo
0: and they want a little contribution little shout out on the show i'm more than happy to do anything like that because
1: we've been discussing it for weeks and we still haven't come up with anything
0: well i have an idea and you have an idea but we don't agree and we don't agree (laughs) so we need a middleman to come in and work it all out for us before i go to war (laughs) (laughs) and i will will egg your house (laughs) Um, we also need a theme tune it's either that's another thing or a hum at the beginning
1: Maybe we should
0: do it ourselves. <laughs> that's not scary. No, but that's already a theme tune, isn't it?
1: What? Write the theme tune. Sing, sing the, the theme tune. <laughs> no, we,
0: we need some, like, uh, just say a bit creepy. If anyone's got a stock sound that we can rob, just to put at the beginning, so then we can be like... And
1: then we would credit them. And, yeah, and
0: you know. we'd be real professionals then. And people would take us seriously.
1: <laughs> They'd love
0: us. Goodness. Oh, no, it's not me. Um So that's that's all of the socials. Again, our email address is always open if you need to come to us, talk to us about anything you want to share your experiences with us for us to discuss on the show if you want some advice if you've we've had people sending pictures before now which i've posted to the um the instagram and the twitter so get on over there as well have a look at them
1: you know we've got lots of guests coming up um kelly angel as you uh, you know as we've spoken about consistently she'll be on thursday so in a few days and after that you know we've got some good guests lined up including ronnie buckingham an amazing medium um, we've, we've got quite a few coming on but then there's also room after that after we've done that for you know if, if you guys maybe we'll do a show where we give our people five ten minutes each yeah. and so we can have multiple people on telling their ghost stories of
0: course i'm down for anything guys this listen we are very very new and it's fledgling and it's we're growing and we want to grow with you guys so if if you have ideas tell us let us know if you have we're stories you we're flexible
1: on anything really, yeah, listen, we? we're not
0: i'm down for anything i like a good laugh let's have a go and listen we'll get you all live on air have a couple of vodkas together
1: yeah but y- yeah
0: yeah but yeah what
1: but they must have a glass of wine before they come up.
0: of course that's what i'm saying we'll have a vodka it's
1: like part of the contract
0: part of the contract <laughs> it's a necessity if anything
1: <laughs> um but yeah so you
0: can you can always um get hold of us if you can't kind of get a hold of us over the social medias which you can but you can email us as well and it is the the haunted podcast official at gmail.com i post all of this in the episode description so it's very easy for you you can just click i on. mean
1: we're listened to now and how many countries know we every single week we do a podcast we go up i mean I, I'm
0: just, I'm just so grateful to everyone that listens, and and we are now, I think, streamed in maybe twelve different countries around the world. We're
1: picking up every week. We seem to
0: every every week. There's more and more of you, and you, we're getting bigger and bigger. Before you know it, we'll take over the world. We're the aliens.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. I'll be going over there with me broom, smacking them all. Go sort yourselves out. So, yeah, that's a a little bit of insight into us we veered off on too many tangents again we'll probably have to come back for an up close and personal part three part seven pa- hello welcome to up close and personal <laughs> part, part tw- 26 <laughs> part 26 and About a half <laughs> well welcome and uh but again guy uh, you got any questions you can ask us we ain't shy ask us anything if you want to know me measurements you, you're welcome to ask <laughs> um and that's and that's that really you've guys. already seen
1: him in his blue satin kimono as oh, we've already posted
0: that i'm currently in a big fluffy dressing gown yeah, now he is
1: tonight it's a bit
0: i, cold. I, I live for comfort and there's a big big storm on the way so that'll oh, be I good have a storm. it was meant to be this afternoon but i think it's been pushed back
1: yeah i think it's coming
0: we were having april showers in may but that's because we had lockdown and the weather was kind of showing off there really um and i i think that really is where we where we we'll leave it for this evening so this is a little bonus a little extra so we have got um the normal
1: show, show. thursday with kelly angel our demonologist and we, that is going to be a great show we
0: speak about her quite extensively in, in the episode before this so if you if you're new to the podcast and you listen to this first go straight back to the beginning there's only a couple of episodes to catch up on and so you, you'll you'll be a little bit more um O the... Fay, What's that mean?
1: Um, understand. <laughs> Don't ask me. Just someone flash posh people say. Bonsoir. I understand bonsoir. it? Yeah, yeah. No, like uh, Del Boy. Uh, bonnet de douche in shower cap. Bonnet de douche. Bonnet de douche.
0: <laughs> so anyway, guys. But no,
1: yeah. Thursday. Yeah, we'll, on. we'll be she, back. She's. She's honestly, she's definitely worth listen. Uh, you know, record. You know, opinions may vary um, on her because she has her thing; it's her position, um, and many other people have a different position. But it's definitely going to be a show people are going to listen to.
0: So tune in, guys! It's coming this week. Uh, make sure you subscribe, share with your friends, and we'll see you all soon. Have a have a have a blessed week.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Bye, Check guys. It.
1: Bye.